This is the Immigration Conversation presented by Fragman, a series of talks and discussions by leading immigration lawyers and professionals from around the world. We'll bring you the most up-to-date business immigration news, issues of concern, and strategies in the world of global immigration and mobility. Hi, everyone. Welcome to our podcast. I'm Cosmina Morariu, Senior Manager at Fragment in Toronto. Today, I have with me Jayesh Menon, a Senior Advisor Investment Attraction with the Economic Development Division of the City of Brampton. He helps international businesses find a soft landing within the City of Brampton and also provides advice and network support for their entry-level presence within Canada. He has almost 25 years of experience within the international trade and investment industry. Jayesh, City of Brampton and its investment support is heavily advertised on LinkedIn. From Beehive and the Toronto Business Development Centre to most recently the government's investment in a school of medicine. So that's exceptional. Now I am a foreign investor and um, I'm keen to establish myself and my family in Ontario. Tell me and tell us why should we consider establishing the business in Brampton? All right. So at the outset, uh, thank you, Cosmina. It's always great to connect with you and appreciate your professional support to some of our leads in uh, making their immigration and presence within our city. Uh, Brampton is on the cusp of a significant and deliberate transformation. Uh, we are energized with uh, new knowledge and inspired by a new way of thinking. Uh, prioritized innovation and entrepreneurship to foster jobs and technological breakthroughs. Uh, our workforce gives us a competitive edge and makes us a national leader for attracting, developing and retaining new jobs and talent. In fact, it's a place where people want to live and make a living. So. If you define it by its energy, Brampton is shifting and it's all happening now. A typical one would say Brampton uh, as a home to a highly diversified economy with major sectors, including advanced manufacturing, food and beverage processing, innovation and technology and health and life sciences. We are in fact focused on subsectors, including cybersecurity, which reaches across all of our sectors a home to more than 75,000 businesses and 700,000 people uh, who find Brampton as their home. So we are very diverse in terms of our multicultural speaking uh, more than 115 languages. So in fact, when we put across Brampton, it's a dynamic, vibrant city with a proud past and bright future. Of course, our the, the sectors when I mentioned about, I missed out to mention about the logistics, which underpins our entire economy and therefore, I wanted to highlight some of our major uh, leading international businesses who have found their uh, destination within uh, Brampton, Rogers, uh, Coca-Cola, FCA, Metronic, Canon Canada. So Cosmina, as I've, if, I, if I may further expand some of the uh, key reasons of, uh, you know, uh, people making Brampton as their home as quality of life. Absolutely. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Go ahead. That's uh, quite interesting. Yeah. So Brampton is a typical ideal location to leave, work and play. In fact, uh, one of the studies by uh, Canada Livability 
study of Remax 2019 mentions Brampton to be ranked as one of the Canada's best place to live. Beautiful trails and pathways, lush green spaces, shopping amenities. Of course, residents benefit from Canada's universal healthcare program and strong public education system. But what is important is the community is very saturated with uh, wonderful recreational amenities and uh, health, wellness, which is a close proximity to residential neighborhoods. So. I would say Cosmina, it's a very designated youth-friendly city by providing a continuous access to leadership and engagement opportunities for youth in the community. At the same time, the city is quite committed in terms of its green and sustainability leadership. So just to cite an example, uh, we had recently uh, participated successfully in an e-bus pilot project to test battery electric buses in the city. And this is considered to be the largest single global deployment of standardized and fully interoperable battery electric buses. And we very much value these kinds of uh, uh, achievements and distinctions that makes proud for any businesses or residents to be a part of the city. That, that all seems very attractive to me. Um, so attractive that I may change uh, location from east to your uh, your uh, attractive uh, region. Yeah, that's now, great. As, a, as an investor going through a pandemic, um, what can you tell us about some of the uh, economic recovery initiatives? Of course, I mean, just uh, give you a backdrop of what the city is all about. But let me just uh, tell you very uh, that the, the impact uh, what we continue to combat uh, during this COVID-19 challenges have been enormous. Uh, the, the four corners of the globe has seen that impact of COVID and so the city also had a significant impact, particularly our small businesses, uh, in addition to supply chain uh, uh, businesses, issues and workplace outbreaks that have impacted, the, in fact, the largest employers too. Uh, but. That having said, that's something uncontrollable and that uh, catastrophic challenges have been a part and parcel of uh, every other uh, individuals within this uh, uh, world, if I may put it across. The city responded passionately to help and we continue to do so. In fact, last March, um, Cosmina, it seems so long ago, but then uh, we set up uh, four special task forces to help our community manage through uh, COVID-19 challenges. Uh, one of those task forces, uh, our economic support task force, as we put across, focused on in fact, supporting our business community during this challenging time. Uh, it comprised of representatives from the federal, provincial governments, the Brampton Board of Trade, various Chamber of Commerce, local businesses, etc. Uh, coordinated recommendations and measures to support business relief efforts in Brampton. And in fact, the group provided an assessment on support or the stimulize what is required in terms of recovering to get the local businesses on track. And of course, this is across all sectors. And going by what public health announcements on the pandemic were, we included all those typical kind of immediate and long-term actions to support local business workers and the workers, their residents, etc. So where possible, we have leveraged 
and advocated uh, in terms of providing that regional, provincial or the federal government economic assistance and funding to support our Brampton-based businesses. That's that's great. Now, did um, the pandemic slow down in any way the investment opportunities? Um, I'm asking this question because I um, I read a report and apparently has been a contraction of 30 to 40 percent of foreign investment across the globe. And uh, have you seen such a trend in Brampton during uh, this pandemic or do you have any numbers uh, or, or data on uh, the companies who decided to um, do business in Brampton? Mm-hmm. Good question, Cosmina. Uh, uh, so, you know, it's been a contraction across, as we mentioned about uh, the global trade or investment had been like, you know, but then uh, it's been encouraging in spite of this COVID challenges. Uh, Brampton's uh, foreign direct investment efforts, if I may put across, uh, we focus on cities' key sectors. Just to give you a backdrop, uh, we focus on health and life sciences, advanced manufacturing, which includes food and beverage manufacturing, uh, innovation and technology. Uh, in, in fact, in 2020, we also emphasized on the fact of business retention and expansion as a part of the city's foreign direct investment strategy. Now. Due to COVID-19 pandemic, the city pivoted the 2020 uh, foreign direct investment strategy to completely uh, go virtual in terms of our activities. And uh, it the city as of now also continues working virtually, but eventually we will be looking forward opening up. But we continue working to achieve concrete results, including attracting new and innovative global industries and firms to the city. Uh, advancing on innovation in all sectors, uh, giving a more you know, powerful uh, business growth. The FTI strategy continues to evolve and has identified uh, investment as a key cornerstone for the economic recovery strategy. Just to give you some numbers, I can put across in a simple way that 2020 till now, we've, we've generated almost nearly 100 leads as a result of FTI attractions. So the efforts have been sincere. There are many specific companies that have seen their presence while some of them are preparing their inroads. And you are witness to that. And uh, Cosmina, thanks for again, some of the leads that you have really, uh, you know, helped them to mitigate their options of getting into the city. Uh, our, and for that matter, let me just be a little loud and visible. Our mayor and counselors, senior leaders and staff have participated in various FTI missions to build up that visibility, that traction, uh, type of visits that are typically a, a, a process in the FTI route. So, so when we talk about the FTI missions, uh, we typically invite companies to visit Brampton in an ideal scenario, but being in a virtual world, that's not feasible. So we still give a kind of an virtual fam tour. We provide them with all those marketing collaterals, connect with some of our businesses to talk about the success stories. And in fact, uh, just recently we finished off our mission to Japan, Germany, and now uh, we are looking forward to the US in October. So conversations and follow up are a part and parcel of a potential lead development, and that's a part of FTI strategy. So it is a multi-year process. Of course, some point of time there are surprises, but eventually when you go a process-oriented approach, it takes a few months, 
to get those things crystallized. But we at our uh, active, the staff are very prompt, active, proactive in terms of tracking specific activities like meetings with pre-qualified investors and so and so forth. So and the support from our Fed and provincial uh, resources are amazing. Um, particularly our trade commissioners in West Ontario, the contacts made and the post mission follow up, etc. That ensures a long term success. So just to wrap up on this particular question, I would say, yes, pandemic has slowed down the investment opportunities, but then we are on a rebound phase and that we are definitely looking forward by our meticulous sincere efforts to make sure the businesses, the investors or the international folks who are looking forward an opportunity to get into Canada will definitely find a favorable spot to be in the city of Brampton. That's good to hear. That's very good to hear. I think that's uh, positive news for an investor. The other thing that I've been now uh, hearing is that Brampton is an expeditor. Um, for those listening to the podcast, what does that mean? Yeah, that's a very good question you brought in. When we talk about expediter, I mean, it's kind of a uh, one point uh, contact service. The expediter and the investment service team, in fact, provides that one on one assistance to help guide investors through the development process. So Brampton is one of very few municipalities in Canada to offer the role of expediter as a part of their economic development services. So we, we, we provide a range of services. We provide in terms of research and data assistance, online resources, which includes our Brampton business directory, uh, our uh, Brampton business park guide, online site selection tool. And most importantly, is that connect, that communication that keeps that uh, investor to find a better opportunity in mitigating their various options. Uh, just to, just to uh, help you in terms of what it means of some of our accomplishments. Uh, Brampton was recently recognized by Maclean's magazine as one of Canada's best communities. Now, this rankings highlight each community's top features and ours were community involvement. It's very important uh, features like, you know, amenities and inter internet connectivity, making Brampton one of the top places to live and work remotely in Canada. Also, one of another uh, tall achievement I may uh, highlight is the FTI intelligence ranked Brampton as a leading city of future and a prime investment location. Uh, we are ranked sixth in the top 10 mid-sized American cities of the future city, second in the connectivity category and 12th in the top 25 American cities for FDI strategy uh, categories concerned. Our sectoral landscape is changing, encouraging. It's been uh, scaling very effectively. And we, we value uh, businesses to have their success stories be narrated to raise up the bar for better services and support. That's amazing. And um, one of the major developments that um, I, um, I became aware on LinkedIn was the investment in a school of medicine. But uh, is there anything else, like any other major developments and initiatives that are happening in Brampton that uh, you are aware of? Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, it's very important to highlight some of our major developments and initiatives. First and foremost thing is when we talk about any given city, the city values by its value prop. And our value proposition is our innovation district. 
Brampton is growing its innovation and tech sector by developing a world-class innovation district. Uh, if, if at any given point of time you have an opportunity to visit the city, we are located, the innovation district is located in Brampton's downtown core. And uh, uh, the district is evolving in terms of developing an ecosystem with resources for companies in all stages, including startups, scale up, small and medium sized enterprises and large corporates. Partnership, when we talk about partnership with incubation and accelerators are very important to provide that support in terms of uh, businesses to find an easy way to build up their revenue drivers. And therefore, we value our uh, accelerators and incubators over here. Uh, and uh, of course, it's also been a, a cyber security hub of Canada. So. Uh, having said, uh, there's a lot of investment that has been happening. Uh, uh, the location features a wonderful entrepreneurial space, corporate offices, much more. And uh, almost uh, we can put across representing a $100 million investment by the city of Brampton. So that's as far as the innovation district is concerned. Beyond that, there are a lot of city landscapes that I was mentioning about. Riverwalk, for example, it's a typical kind of a two-part solution. One side, we are referring about removing the flood risk on the other side creating a new open urban space to revitalize Brampton's downtown and make it a healthy sustainable and resilient so a lot of uh, infrastructural development is expected of that our uptown is going through a mixed use development project where we are looking forward with the light rail transit uh, getting in place at, uh, in the near future that will complement this area as an uptown experience with a substantial growth. So these are all resonating in reference to the Brampton's 2040 vision, which is guiding large shift from a car dependence to a transit oriented city structure. And this is very important for investors or uh, immigrants who are looking forward to find city as a great opportunity because now you are referring about a new urban transit-oriented gateway, positioning up, uptown Brampton to be very effective in terms of bringing in that business, sustaining on that business and developing a wonderful uh, place for uh, uh, work and leave place kind of a thing, you know. That's great. Now, you, you mentioned um, business incubators um, and I know we have um, a number of investors interested in the startup visa program. Can you uh, maybe talk to us about, you know, some of the requirements uh, to be admitted into a business incubator program? Is there a fee? Um, you know, how long does it take? Um, and um, any other relevant information that you think uh, could be useful for um, those listening to this podcast? Yeah. So. Uh, as we had highlighted about the innovation district, an innovation district comprises of various accelerators, uh, incubators and accelerators in place. Some of them let me highlight and that would be very well connecting for those businesses who are planning to find Brampton as a great uh, soft landing spot. So uh, the, the first one to just introduce you is in terms of 
Beehive, which is a newly announced partnership with the Toronto Business Development Center. Now, this is a typical kind of an international incubator that focuses on startup visa program and providing a soft landing space for international companies looking to set up in Canada. Uh, of course, there are different criteria for admission and free structures. So uh, definitely when you reach me or my team in NICTAF, we are more than happy to connect you with those institutions. The next one to follow, I would uh, introduce you to the uh, Research Innovation Commercialization Center, as we say, RIC Center, which is a typical kind of a specialized business incubation and an accelerator space. Now, Peel's regional scale-up organization, which, which uh, has a, a typical kind of RIC center as a dynamic catalyst, it facilitates tech companies and uh, has provided a wonderful uh, specialized resources for those businesses working in the areas of Internet of Things, clean tech, advanced manufacturing, etc. Uh, one more uh, Cosmina, if I may add up, is another pre-seed incubator led by Ryerson University uh, called as Ryerson Venture Zone, uh, which is again uh, a kind of an, uh, a non-equity incubator dedicated to building high-performing founders and growing early-stage technology startups into market-ready ventures. Now, these are all the incubators, as we mentioned about. Uh, importantly, I wanted to highlight the Rogers Cybersecure Catalyst. And this is, as I mentioned in my uh, previous uh, narration, is uh, Brampton is developing as a hub of cybersecurity. And Rogers has their uh, HQ2 in the, within the city of Brampton, and that helps companies seize the opportunities and tackle the challenges of cybersecurity through collaboration with industry governments and academic partners. So what it enables is it not only helps the businesses, but even individuals who are looking forward to raise up their uh, bar in terms of their intellectual profile within cyberspace, this would be a great opportunity to connect and upgrade your skill sets and figure out an opportunity in terms of your career path is concerned. So there are great opportunities one would look upon. It's, it's all about connecting with us and understanding what are your requirements, what are your specific asks that you are looking forward and more than happy to connect you with the right institutions as our resource service providers. And that would give keep you really uh, well connected and uh, gear up in terms of building up your business leverage within Canada. And of course, uh, through the city of Brampton. That's a lot to take in, Jayash. <laughs> um, aside from the startup uh, visa uh, program, I think it's also relevant to note that City of Brampton is also a referral partner to the global talent stream. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, this program is part of Canada's global skill strategy. And it allows Canadian employers to expedite the hiring of foreign workers to fill you now specialized occupations when Canadians are aren't available for specific roles. And um, the other important thing is, aside from being a referral partner, um, the IRCC aims to process work permit applications under this category in only two weeks, making uh, really the program the fastest immigration pathway for. Uh, workers seeking a, a new life in Canada who can 
also transition to Canadian permanent residence. So um, aside from being a referral partner, I know you've been involved and the city of Brampton has been involved also in um, um, other um, categories as well. For example, an ICT startup option for those businesses who already have an established presence outside Canada. Mm -hmm. um, it is a different process and we can certainly assist with from our end, but Let's talk a little bit more about Brampton, and you may say, "What else can I say about Brampton?" <laughs> no. so how, can, how can we get started? Let's just say I'm an investor. Going yes. back to my initial question, but uh, what do I need to do to set up my business in uh, in Brampton? So very important. First and foremost, thing as uh, your leads connect Fregomen, it's very important that you come and meet me, our team. As I mentioned, we are so vibrant and robust at DevForce. We we value to actually understand your business. And as we say that, you know, uh, it, it matters importantly that each business has their own uh, agenda in place. So we once we understand your requ requirement, Accordingly, we help you. A first and foremost thing is to understand your business plan, connect you with some of our incubators, accelerators, service providers, uh, pragmatically providing with options of launching and scaling your business. And it's like you know an, an evolving resource uh, team that you uh, under your organization would value to have. We are a part of your team. We value uh, as you walk your uh, milestones in terms of preparing and launching yourself, we always are there to provide the right services, be it connecting you with our networking base, providing you with those mentoring opportunities, uh, facilitate all that is required in terms of your need-based support. So I'm happy at any point of time to connect with you in person, have that typical introductory uh, storyboard uh, been uh, narrated and hear from you. And it would be always a great way to uh, be together in terms of getting your uh, launch pad successfully in place. And most importantly, I am happy to uh, be a part of your uh, scaling of your operations uh, from the city of Brampton to the world market. Thank you so much, Jayesh, for the insight today. A lot to take in again, but always a pleasure to speak with you. Thanks again for having you today, and uh, we look forward to having you soon. Hey, thank you so much, Kosmina, for having me in your podcast. Actually, I hope your listeners would have found it interesting to evaluate their options of, as I mentioned, invest, work, play and enjoy uh, in a great uh, province like Ontario uh, within the city of Brampton. And I totally appreciate your services, what you have been providing to your uh, clients. Thank you so much. I, I would not be able to do that. We would not be able to do that unless uh, um, we have the great partnership with, uh, with you, Jayesh. So thanks That's again. Nice. Thank you so much. Bye for now. Bye. The Immigration Conversation Podcast is presented by Fragment, the leading firm dedicated exclusively to immigration services worldwide. 
This episode is current as of the date of recording. With frequent changes in global immigration, be sure to keep up to date by visiting our website at www.fragaman.com and subscribing to the Immigration Conversation on your favorite podcast service to hear the latest episode. This podcast is for informational purposes only. This podcast does not constitute legal advice or give rise to an attorney-client relationship between any listener and our firm. If you have any questions, please contact the Global Immigration Professional with whom you work at Fragamin.